This show is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. If you're starting a show, I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome into the first episode of Slab Talk. I'm your host, Amil Sarfani, and this is my sports card show. You can follow me on Instagram at the Slab Talk. You can also follow me on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening to this, you may already follow me on Instagram, so I want to take this opportunity um, to thank you for the, the support and love that I've gotten on that platform. Uh, if you've liked, commented, shared, uh, uh, started a conversation with me on, on DM, I, I really do appreciate that. It's been my favorite part of finding this hobby is the community aspect of it. Um, so if you ever hear anything on this show or read anything on one of my Instagram posts and want to either have a question about it or share your thoughts, please do. Um, it is, again, absolutely my favorite part of being in the hobby is meeting all these cool people. Um, and hopefully one day we'll be able to meet in person, maybe at the national this year. I know I'm going to try to go. Um, but I just want to take this opportunity to thank anybody who's been part of that Instagram community. Um, so thanks. Uh, this show and this episode is going to be, uh, an introduction to what I think this show is going to be all about, uh, my approach to the card market, um, and who I am. And hopefully this gives you a little bit of perspective and context, when you listen to the show, um, so so you understand where I'm coming from, um, and and the whole point of of why I'm starting this and why I enjoy producing this content is I want to bring value. Uh, I I, I want to learn what other people are doing, and I, I hope that you learn something from me. Um, and so I'm going to be really focused on kind of the process elements of what I do and my sports car journey. Um, I think that's uh, hopefully going to be the best long-term benefit that you get out of listening to, to this show. Um, so I'm going to be talking about, you know, how I do my research, where I buy and sell, different trends that I'm seeing in the card market, uh, sets and players that I like. Uh, not as much about where what I think you should be exactly buying, but maybe some ideas and hopefully the process elements of this help you develop your own strategy so that you can execute on, on some of the players and sets that you love. Uh, and you grew up with. Um, so I want to get into uh, how I approach the card market and how I've decided to participate in the hobby. Uh, one of my favorite things about the sports card hobby is that there's a ton of ways to be in it, right? There's a lot of ways to buy cards. Um, you could be doing it the way I do it, which is uh, buying and selling graded cards. And I participate basically in basketball at this point. I do a little bit of football, but I am 95% of my money is in basketball right now. And I only buy uh, graded sports cards. Um, but there are a lot of other ways, right? You could be buying raw, sending into PSA or BGS to get graded. Uh, you could be buying uh, and selling sealed wax, ripping wax. There's breaks and razzes on YouTube and Instagram. Um, there's a lot of ways to be buying cards, you know, and there's a lot of strategies on who you should be buying, whether it's vintage or modern or Hall of Fame. Um, and then what sets you're buying of those players that you've decided to put your money in. So, um, there's a lot of ways to do this. Uh, and so my way of doing this, and, and, and not to say that it's the right way or the best way, it's just the way I do it. And hopefully uh, that gives you some perspective. So when you listen to the show, you understand where I'm coming from. Um, 
The reason I only buy graded sports cards uh, is for a couple reasons. One, um, I like that when you buy a card, you know, maybe it's shipped and it takes two weeks to get to you. But as soon as you have it on hand, you can resell it if you want. It allows for a lot of flexibility in the portfolio, uh, in my collection. I can kind of move things around really fast depending on what I want to do with it. Um, and I really like that aspect of it. It, it, it offers a huge advantage to, um, to, to changing quickly, especially because I think at the beginning of, of anybody's sports car journey, um, it, it starts off in a certain way and you end up in a different place. It's just there's too many... There, there's so much stuff that you end up learning about the card market. So being able to buy and sell quickly is, is a huge advantage to me. Um, so that's one reason I do it. Um, I also like the liquidity aspect of it, the fact that there is demand um, for as long as you're buying uh, and selling popular players and sets. Um, the ability to resell it immediately uh, is is a, and have usually you can find a buyer for it, whether it's a buy it now on eBay or even throwing it up on a three or five day auction. Um, so I like that there's immediate value in hand. Um, and so those are the reasons I only buy graded sports cards. I, you know, I don't participate in any breaks or razes right now. I don't even rip any wax, um, because, um, I do have a certain goal when I've started in this hobby. And, and my goal in this is to hopefully say to, to you one day that my collection is, is paid for, you know, with the prop, with the, with the profits, uh, that I've made buying and selling cards along the way. Um, I want to be able to change that and have a collection that is hopefully ultimately paid for. Um, and so that's the journey that I'm on. That's the goal that I have through all this. Um, and so, you know, some of the stuff like, you know, ripping wax and participating in razzes and breaks, just not an efficient use of funds. So that's the reason I don't do that. Um, and the reason I don't buy graded or, or raw cards to get graded is for, uh, a couple of reasons I've, I've really actually tried to learn this process and understand if it fits into how I'm going to be uh, participating in the hobby. But for um, for a couple of reasons, I, I, I don't like it for, for how I want to do it. One, I think it takes a lot of time. You got to have the time um, to put into uh, actually looking and searching for raw cards. Uh, and then the process of actually sending it, sending them into grading takes time. Um, and so uh, I, I don't love that aspect of buying raw cards. There's also a lot of people trying to buy it, so it's hard to trust what you're buying. You know, hard to evaluate cards online, especially without being able to go to as many shows. So, um, I, I, you know, that's one of the reasons I don't buy raw right now. Uh, I also don't love the aspect that it sticks or it stays at PSA for, you know, six months at a time or four months at a time. Um, there are a lot of really great selling windows that happen um, throughout the year. And if your cards or your money is stuck at BGS or PSA, um, I, I think missing those selling windows is, uh, it, 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 those are advantages to the card market that I think are important. So um, I've, I've also stayed away from that. Um, I think buying and selling sealed wax is really interesting to me. Um, so hopefully I'll be adding that as part of a strategy that I, I, I use going forward. Uh, but for now, I, I only buy graded sports cards, and, and I primarily buy in the basketball market. Um, so uh, a little bit about, um, you know, why I, 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 how I got into this and, and why I'm so obsessed with it. Um, so back in January uh, of 2020, so just about a year ago, um, I started looking at cards as a, as a place to put some money that I was making um, 
and uh, wanted to invest in some some uh, you know in, in somewhere whether it was stocks or and you'll learn a little bit later but I'm in I'm in the real estate world so I look at investing from that perspective as well um, and sports card were put on my radar by uh, a couple friends that were in it before me I also followed Gary V for a while before that so hearing him talk about the Giannis prism and what he thought that was going to do over time uh, put it on my radar. And in January, uh, I, I really started taking it seriously and started doing the research. And I started with that Giannis Prism PSA 10 uh, because I'd heard about it and seen and, and had a place to start, basically. Um, and I saw that at the time it was trading for about $1,000. Uh, and even Gary Vee grossly underestimated the growth the market was going to see over that you know seven-month period. But uh, that card was going for about 1000 I looked at the Luca Base Prism PSA 10, and that was around four to 500 bucks. Uh, and I was watching a ton of Jason Tatum. So uh, for whatever reason, I really enjoyed him as a fan. I think he's got a great uh, skill set. I think he's a, uh, he's a monster uh, two-way player. I think he's going to be a really important player in the league for a long time. Um, and at the time, uh, his Prism PSA 10 rookie cards were going for about $100 a piece. So I was picking them up. Uh, I picked up about five of them between $100 and $120. Uh, and in three weeks, they were already at 250. Now, obviously, that was a lot of luck. It was my first sports card buy, and it had doubled in value in three weeks and 21 days. Um, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, he was going on a tear during that period after the All Star break. Kemba was out. He was carrying the team. They were winning a bunch of games. He was scoring 25 to 40 points a game, um, and so he was getting a lot of attention. And his cards reflected that, um, but. I couldn't believe that within 21 days, the card had doubled. Uh, and so even just to see if it was real, I actually threw a couple up on eBay. And sure enough, within hours, they had sold. Um, and after that, I, I was hooked. Uh, I mean, to be able to to make that kind of money and, and have it so liquid, um, I, ha- I haven't really seen anywhere else. And, uh, and I watch so much basketball as it is. It just felt like such a natural, fun place for me to put some money. I don't really sports gamble and, and I play fantasy, ba- you know, fantasy football, but I hate fantasy basketball. Um, and one of the reasons why I got into it is because it's a really fun way as a basketball fan to, to, to put a little bit of money on some of the ideas that you have. And it's, a, it is a little bit of a bet. And that's how I know a lot of people got into it uh, this past year is the prospecting side of it. It's a lot of fun um, to root for the people and the players that you, you love uh, and I think for basketball specifically, it's just a great activity. Uh, you know, fantasy basketball really sucks. Uh, I don't like fantasy basketball. It's an everyday activity. Uh, it's just not that fun to me. Um, and, and sports betting on, on basketball, I don't even sports bet on football, but I, I, I think sports betting on basketball is not, not even as fun as sports betting on football. So, you know, just as a, a, a way to have some fun with it from a financial side, I think that's why basketball is getting so much attention from the card hobby. And I think it's going to continue to grow. Uh, it's so many people are hooked onto it. And even I've, you know, evolved uh, from buying prism rookies and Jason Tatum and only prospects. Uh, I have adopted much more of a collector's mindset along the way. And uh, I hope to bring some of that knowledge to a lot of the newer people that are joining the hobby, uh, because I do think it's a natural progression. If you are doing the research um, is to kind of learn about, uh, some of the more iconic sets and, and invest in some of the Hall of Fame guys that you that you grew up with, right? For me, it's 
Tim Duncan and, and, and Kobe Bryant, Shaq, uh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron. Um, so I have a, you know, I have a lot of money, my money in, uh, those guys who I grew up with, cause I really enjoy collecting them. Um, but I think that's why the, the growth in the hobby is happening. I think it's going to continue to happen. I think that is just starting. Um, and so, um, hopefully that it does continue and hopefully that hopefully you'll get a lot of, um, value out of, of, of what I bring, um, on this show and some of the research that I do. Um, so a little bit about me, um, I am 28 years old. I live in San Antonio right now. Um, I was born here and I, um, uh, so I'm a lifelong Spurs fan. Go Spurs go. I did, uh, grow up during the Tim Duncan era. So I am spoiled. Uh, as a fan when it comes to championships and what that feels like. Um, and, and, and basketball is such a special place in my heart. I watched it so much growing up. I continue to do it, uh, to watch it today. But growing up, you know, for me, being first generation here uh, in the States, my parents are from India. Um, it was a great way for me to connect to, uh, you know, some of the friends I had growing up that didn't look like me. Um, it was also a great way for me to connect to my parents um, who – grew up in a different culture and society and, and didn't watch basketball growing up. Right. So um, when we would sit around and, and watch, uh, you know, San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs and um, those were some of my favorite moments and some of the best ways I had to connect to my, to my family as well. Um, so basketball holds a really, really special place in my heart, but, uh, and I am a Spurs fan. After I graduated high school, I went to school at Emory. Uh, so I graduated from their business school and moved back to Austin. Uh, lived in Austin for about four years. I met my wife there, and just recently we moved back to San Antonio this this year. So I'm super excited to uh, hopefully attend some games soon because that was definitely one of the fun parts of moving to San Antonio or back home. Um, I currently for yeah for for my business I, I'm in commercial real estate. Um, I'm a I'm a licensed broker here in town. So I mostly work in the retail and office world um, from a, a tenant, representat tenant representation standpoint. Uh, and I also do a lot of commercial real estate development. Um, and so that's why, you know, my perspective of this is, is going to come from an investment standpoint. Um, but uh, hopefully adding in that collector's mindset there. Uh, but you're going to get that that sort of perspective is going to come through, I think. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably already, you know, seen parts of that come through. Um, so hopefully uh, you find a lot of uh, value out of this. Um, I, I, I can't wait um, to see where this show goes. And if you have any questions about what you hear, uh, anything you read on Instagram and you want to uh, talk about it, you got questions, just want to you know, share your thoughts, please feel free to DM me. Again, uh, you can follow me at the Slap Talk on uh, Instagram. Um, and if you like what you hear, um, please share with your friends, rate and review. I appreciate all the support and love that I've already gotten and, uh, and, and hope uh, to continue to grow this. So uh, have a good day. I appreciate it. Thanks.